This episode contains descriptions of animal death. Listener discretion is advised. Please enjoy the fifth episode of Smile Grove, where all your dreams come true. Storm, I sincerely believe you need to rest. You're acting more... rambunctious than usual. I'm fine, totally fine. Yeah, fine. You don't look it. Thank you, Colonel Obvious. Storm, can I talk with you alone, please? Uh... All right. What was that all about? Unsure. Though, my best assumption is that Michelle, too, is concerned for Storm's behavior. And just at the right time, too, he looked ghastly, like a ghost or another kind of ghost. Yeah. I can't help but be concerned for him. Why would he refuse to rest? Well, enough of that. I'm sure Michelle will sort him out. In the meantime... Where was I with my story? Something about walruses? Oh, that's right. So I was at the NCAA Championship League when... Oh, hi, Madame Dupont. Hello, darling. So, lucky for you all, I'll be chaperoning while Michelle's... occupied. Didn't you say you hated us last time? It's all water under the bridge. As long as that troublemaking storm isn't around, I'm more than happy to chaperone. Not around. The incident with Storm is fairly serious, then, I take it. Ah, it's not within my interest to gossip. I pray you understand. In the meantime, it looks like we have you all scheduled for... Well, I guess gym day today, given it was rescheduled last week. Any objections? Furthest thing from it. I love Jim Day. Been waiting on this for forever. All right, then. Feel free to grab anything you'd like to bring outside. We might be... misplaced for a while. Now, everyone, stay safe and stay where I can see you. If you try and run off, I'd hate to be the one to retrieve you. Understood? Of course, madame. Ah, nothing like a blast of fresh vitamin D getting soaked into your pores. Yes, there's nothing quite like risking skin cancer for the sake of playing with... What even is that that you're carrying? Oh, it's a ball? 
And a chew toy, too, supposedly. Just judging by the number of bites on it. <laughs> Storm used to get a little antsy when he was outside too long. So, what are we playing? We aren't playing anything. You can do whatever pleases you, but I'm staying secure under this pavilion. Hmm, you're no fun. Fine then, Nikolai, do you want to play catch? Please, 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 please. Um, sure. I guess. Yay! Hmm. Grayson, how come you aren't playing with the other kids? Ball sports just... aren't really my thing. I don't want to embarrass myself if I'm bad at it. I think I understand your point of view. You know, I was never adept with a ball either. Back in my grade school days, which is practically ages ago, I was easily the worst member on my volleyball team. I was teased all the time for it, too. Those girls used to call me Slowpoke Sally. An infantile insult, really. <laughs> but it used to wear me down. Sports are hard, and kids can be cruel about it. That's... kind of comforting to hear. Oh, by the way, there is one sport I'm good at. Hmm? Chess. I'm a class B, but I'm working on improving my score in future tournaments. I see. Very ambitious of you. You know, I'm also a fairly competent player as well. Might I interest you in playing a match? I would like nothing more. I'll be right back with the board then. Stay tight. Hey. Nikolai, I really don't want to play right now. Huh? No, I... I was just wondering where Madame DuPont went. She's inside. What did you need her for? Tita kinda lost the ball behind the fence. We were hoping Madame DuPont would help us get it back. Oh. Um. Sorry. I'll tell her when she gets back. Left hand or right hand? Hmm. I'll go with right. I found it tends to be the luckier hand. Luck isn't the decider of the game. Skill is. Nonetheless. Huh. Guess I'm black. Shame. I was hoping to go first. Ah, yes. Truly a shame. Pawn to e4. Interesting choice. Pawn to e6. What an... Interesting opening. How come you didn't choose to move your pawn two spaces? That's a riskier move. This way I can keep my more valuable pieces shielded from outside attacks. I see. Quite a defensive player. Must say, that isn't really my style. Pawn to d4. Fine then. Pawn to d5. Don't tell me you've changed your strategy just because I pointed it out so soon. Wouldn't yet call it a strategy. We're still early in the game. Ah, indeed. Pawn to e5. There's a certain beauty to chess, isn't there? It's a battle for control, a bloody war between opposing sides, but it's subdued, quiet, 
calculated. All the thrill of a real sport with none of the physical exhaustion. I suppose. I've never really seen it as a battleground, or really anything besides a board. Pawn to c5. Pawn to c3. Cx d4. And so the first warrior falls. Or the first piece is claimed. But you didn't expect a move like that without retaliation, did you? Cx d4. And now we're even again. Bishop to b4. Check. So, how come you always feel so discouraged to try new things? Hmm? You're more than comfortable pushing your boundaries, as long as it's relegated to this very board, but the moment you feel insecure, knight to c3. I feel perfectly secure both on and off this board, thank you. Knight to c6. If that's the case, what are you doing over here with me instead of playing with the other kids? Knight to f3. I'm just not interested in sports. They aren't stimulating enough for me. Knight to ge7. And chess is? What makes this any different from a sport of the ball-chucking variety? There's strategy, rules, ways to keep us grounded, ways to prevent violence. That's a fool's excuse. You know just as well as I that the real world can hold just as much strategy as the world on this checkered board. Bishop to d3. How so? Do you think the other sports compare? I mean... Oh, well, I have the opportunity. I might as well castle. Well, back to days from my own childhood, while I was the laughing stalk of the volleyball league, I was quite affluent in chess, a prodigy like yourself, I'd say. Not to be boastful, but I was the head of the team. Bishop to h7. Check. And how exactly does that relate? Well, I came to learn that volleyball was very similar to chess. It was all about the positioning, the strategy, being at just the right place at just the right time. Just one key difference. And what difference is that? While the strategy in chess is beautiful, it doesn't have the same energy. Volleyball, similar sports in general, involve rapid planning, Strategies crafted in the time it takes the ball to nearly hit the floor. It invokes a thrill that can be felt only in passing. You can't think five moves ahead in volleyball the same way you can in chess. I see. King to h7. Ah, thought that'd get you out of your bubble. Rook to g5. Speaking of in passing, I assume you're familiar with the chess move en passant? Of course. That's a move where you can intercept a double-moving pawn by claiming it diagonally. It's unfortunately rare to actually get to use it in matches, however. Yep, one of those hidden moves that always seems pointless. Until, of course, it isn't. King to g6. But let's be honest with each other. This is a battleground. No point in keeping secrets. That's... Actually, the optimal time to keep secrets. Regardless, Grayson, you know what I mean. You're afraid of failure. Excuse me? Pawn to h4. No, 
You're not just going to say that and just leave it out to dry. What do you mean, I'm afraid of failure? It's your turn. Knight to d4. I'll take your pawn. Now, tell me, what are you talking about? Well, you said it yourself, hadn't you? I'm embarrassed I'll be bad at sports or something. That... Well... I'm used to kids like you. Star children who have never been taught how to fail and are too afraid to learn. That's why you wanted to play chess, wasn't it? You wanted a game you thought you were sure to win. No comment. All right then. Feel free to withhold your comments. Queen to g4. Huh? What are you planning? Wouldn't be a good idea to share my secrets on the battleground, would it? Pawn to f5. Funny. Ever since I pointed out that move at the start, you've taken every chance you could to move your pawn's double space. Oh, and while we're on the subject of secrets, mind telling me what you think about Storm? He's a worthless troublemaker. Someone not worth the time of someone like me. No. That's what people tell you to think. What people expect you to say. Pawn to h5. So, what exactly are you insinuating? King to h6. Oh, I'm not insinuating anything. I'm just... curious about how you feel. I see those shining eyes when you look at him. If you're trying to hide something, you're doing poorly at it. Knight to e6. I'll take that pawn off your hands. Pawn to g5. So, what, what? What do you want me to do? Well, if I were you, I'd tell him how you feel. This facility is always changing. Who knows when he'll leave, when you'll never see him again. That is, of course, if you're not too scared of failing. Pawn to g6. Checkmate. How? Th there's... How did you even... <laughs> Good old-fashioned and passant. Always useless until it becomes very useful. I... I should have seen it coming. I'm an idiot. I'm a fool. I should just... Calm down. Calm down. You might have lost, but... You're still here. No one's going to penalize you. No one's going to harm you. You're fine. I'm... I'm... fine. I'm here. I'm... fine. That's right. Good job. You're accepting your failure. This is a good step in the right direction. Thank you. Oh, and for the record... Let it be known that I was a life master level chess player in my college years. Oh my. The fact that you... You're 14, right? 15. The fact that you were able to keep with me for that long at such a young age? You're destined to go places, kid. Now, why don't you go out there and toss that ball around with the kids? The ball? Oh, shit. Um, Tita apparently lost the ball. I was kind of supposed to tell you ten minutes ago. <laughs> she lost 
the ball? <laughs> you know, you kids can really be more trouble than you're worth sometimes. Wonder what they've been occupying themselves with then. Eh, who knows? Hey, future me. Anything new happen with you today? Heh. <laughs> Sounds like a handful. Today... Today was a day of grief. <laughs> oh, I should probably start from the beginning. So while Storm and Michelle were... doing God knows what, and Gray was playing chess, Tina and I were just kinda... left to our own devices. We were playing catch, but when Tina was punting the ball to throw it, she... <laughs> she just knocked it over the fence, and she looked at me with the guiltiest expression. So, while we were trying to find something else to do, Tita stumbled across this salamander. Personally, I thought it was poisonous, and wouldn't have gotten within five feet of it, but Tita loved it. She named it on sight, too. Tita Jr. So, while we had it, she decided she wanted to play something called, um, House. She said it was a common game when she was younger, but I'd never heard of it before. Oh, but, uh, basically, it's where little kids pretend to be parents to either another kid or some other kind of object. Like, in this case, a salamander. It sounded like a silly gig, to be honest. I... Thought we were a bit old to be playing like that, but I... I didn't feel like saying anything. If it satisfies her, that's all that matters. Path of least resistance, right? Since she wanted to be the mother, and the salamander was obviously the baby, I was kinda... expected to be the dad. I don't know why I expected a children's game to have a complete representation of the gender binary, but it... Kind of awkward. I'm not really good at playing the role. Didn't have the best role models as a kid. Thing is, she didn't really know either. So she was just working to collect more pine cones, decorations, and stuff for the Salamander's Fort while I was caring for it. What counts as caring? Is it solely to nurture? To provide love and support? Or is it the superficial needs, providing for one's health and safety? <laughs> Didn't get too much of the first one, did you? So I come back from a good ten minutes of collecting pine cones, and Tita's just lying on the floor, bawling her eyes out, right next to, um, what used to be Tita Jr. I don't know what happened. She didn't tell me. She probably stepped on it or something, but she seemed traumatized, so... So we arranged a funeral for the salamander. Dug out a small grave, made a tombstone out of sticks, and gave our eulogies. And thus you see the futility of trying to get close with someone. In the end, every relationship, every single relationship, ends in sadness.
Is that too cynical? This episode was written and directed by Oliver Shane and edited by A. Serenia Blight. The voice of Nikolai was Oliver Shane. The voice of Michelle was Emily Safka. The voice of Storm was Noah Bellachu. The voice of Tita was Alicia CZ. The voice of Grey was Kyle Wright. And the voice of Madame DuPont was special guest Melissa White. All original music in this episode was composed by Oliver Shane, and all audio design was edited by Oliver Shane. Smile Grove, a product of Isotopic Productions, is made possible by our loyal patrons, Blue Galaxy and Marie, as well as listeners like you. Thank you. Do you want to risk skin cancer to play with Storm's favorite chew toy? Consider checking us out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash isotopicproductions. Want to say hi, send art of our show, or talk with like-minded fans? Click the link in the show notes to join our public Discord server. And now, a Grover-approved message. Don't be afraid of the salamander. <laughs> It doesn't bite nearly enough for that.